Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you're working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. This is the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. So, you know, I was thinking the other day, because mm-hmm. we had a uh, relative over the house one day, and, and he was talking a lot about the conspiracy to destroy black men. Some of it is true. Mm-hmm. But I realized he kept saying these four words over and over again after each statement. Okay. And these are the four words, I did the research. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, if you say that before a statement or after a statement no matter how dumb it sounds there's a little bit more validity to it Mm -hmm. so let me give you an example cum shots are a great antidepressant (laughs) okay so sounded ridiculous right Mm -hmm. cum shots are a great antidepressant i did the research Or, I did the research. Cum shots are a great antidepressant. All right, let me try another one. <laughs> the, the deaths of Travis Scott concert goers were a blood sacrifice to Pharrell. Because he's a vampire. I did the research. <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it does. But, but see, if I say, but if I say I did the research, like, there's a part of your brain, it's like for a split second. Mm-hmm. Like... Maybe, maybe this, maybe these motherfuckers were a blood sacrifice. Like, <laughs> Pharrell is young looking. Like, how else is this nigga looking like that? He looks the same. I did the research. Yeah. How about this? Chicks with lopsided nipples live longer. <laughs> I did the research. <laughs> Auntie, you gonna make it to a hundred because your titties are cross-eyed. <laughs> like, I did the research. You did. But I think you have to have somebody there, like to co-sign the bullshit like you say like chicks with lopsided nipples live longer and i'd be like yeah they're probably lopsided because they breastfeed and if you breastfeed it reduces your chances of like ovarian and breast cancer so (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) somebody's gonna do this study but but you see but you see what i mean like when yeah. so i i think it's actually a red flag when you when you hear somebody say i did the research mm-hmm. like you have to understand like i'm a researcher by trade the weight of that statement is heavy mm-hmm. because it's not that you did some research nigga <laughs> you did you the did the <laughs> research <laughs> what the fuck does that mean <laughs> Like, I do research before our episodes all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing the research. I'm just looking at a few articles, nigga. Right. Like, I'm just, I might, I might have read a book and I'll reference the book. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't do the research. If you say, like, even people with like PhDs who fucking wrote books and shit, <laughs> they don't say, I did the research. We did some research, yeah. and this is what we found. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you did the research on a topic you had to read every book every article every fucking youtube video you had to watch <laughs> that shit you had to have conversations with every expert on this topic you had to even go down in the library to that little section where they have the fucking periodicals and shit <laughs> oh, from yeah. like back in the day where you got it you had to like you had to flip through it on the screen yeah right yeah. like <laughs> That's what doing the research means. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you're just doing research for a very particular time because new research often comes out yeah. that refutes old research. <laughs> so it's like when motherfuckers say they did the research, it's a red flag. What it actually means, this is what it actually means. I'm completely full of shit. <laughs> That's yeah, usually what it means. Yep. You know cum shots are great antidepressant i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm full of shit i mean if if there's a cum shot that means somebody had an orgasm and orgasms release uh dopamine and endorphins in the brain so theoretically cum shots could be antidepressant Okay, <laughs> so if Bell ever corners you <laughs> in a conversation, beware. <laughs> because if you say some shit like that after you say I did the research, motherfuckers is just gonna believe it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the show. This is the bomber. And the bell. This episode is all about desire and black people, but it's really about desire. We're going to be talking about (laughs) desire. (laughs) We're going to be talking about desire a lot today because we just came back from desire. We did. I have a very nice tan. You have a tan? Yeah. You don't even notice? No, I have to see contrast when it comes to black people. (laughs) even my lips are tan how do you know that your lips are tan did you take a before picture before no, but i left? know what my lips look like <laughs> like and i know that they're darker now okay I, are my lips darker no okay well i don't understand i, I think there's some invo- <laughs> I don't, i'm not seeing the validity here it doesn't seem consistent is was the sun just did the sun just like you more or some shit yeah. i don't understand I mean, you don't really tan <sighs> that sounds like a racist joke <laughs> fucking tan i've had tan lines before i've taken my drawers off and been like oh shit like (laughs) half of me has a better credit score like uh, that that happened okay tan lines okay (laughs) do you have tan lines well no because we were naked (laughs) how do you know how do you know your eyes just aren't playing tricks on you like you haven't seen yourself in our home light in a while how do you just I, i do like i have tan lines for my bracelets um, for my necklaces, like for my jewelry, I have tan lines, but not like clothing tan lines. And also, I can tell if I look darker. <laughs> okay. And I have a glow. You have a glow, but you're darker. Yeah, it's it, a sun-kissed I'm getting, I'm getting glow. some conflict here, Belle. <laughs> you're, you're, you're glowing. I don't understand. <laughs> you, got a, you got a black shine? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? I don't understand. So typically, I don't understand how your, your laws of light work. <laughs> typically like i'm a caramel color Mm -hmm. and now i'm like a nice rich brown 
with a with a glow yeah okay so so when you like burn pancakes you just be like like, (laughs) they got a glow to them yes okay (laughs) 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 all right uh okay so before we get into so this episode is really going to be about uh we're going to do somewhat of a review of the desire riviera maya uh, resort and we are going to you know finish up that conversation really talking about why black people don't go because we had an awesome time Mm -hmm. but before we get there we're gonna do the hit list it's time for the hit list the hit list is basically a list of folks celebrities semi-celebrities people we just seen around the block that you know we might like to get down with so before we went to desire um we went to see the new batman movie in theaters and it was good it was very long i actually we went to a late show so i did like fall asleep for a little bit but what i really enjoyed was seeing zoe kravitz as catwoman because she was a badass and could definitely get it zoe kravitz definitely made it on my list mm-hmm um yeah she was really sexy as catwoman she is number one for me oh she's the best catwoman yeah she's number one for me it used to be michelle pfeiffer but no Mm, she's no (laughs) Uh, and she had on these like boots and like and she was mm -hmm. kicking ass too yeah like she just looked good and not just for like like not just to see catwoman kicking ass like she had a reason right yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't just no hollywood bullshit like they really they really wrote that shit into the story really really well i love what they did with catwoman in this movie yeah so my hit list target is gonna be simone joy jones now she stars in bel-air which is the new adaptation of the classic Prince of Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. starring Will Smith. I know everybody's listening. That's listening to this knows, right. but even the black people would probably not be aware that there is a remake, a drama version mm-hmm. of this show, a very kind of a more serious version of this classic tale of a dude from West Philly who comes to Bel Air. There's like all the classic characters there. We actually did a whole monologue on our Patreon about why people should be watching this show. If you guys remember from the original show, there was a love interest. I think she was a common love interest in the original Fresh Prince. Her name was Lisa. Yeah, but she didn't come in to like the fifth season or something like that. Was she the one that was played by um, Neil Long? Simone Joy Jones actually plays Lisa in the show, and she is just gorgeous, but gorgeous in a number of ways. So first of all, the show breaks boundaries because like almost all the characters are dark skinned, which mm-hmm. was not this is not true for the original. Right. Um, and they, they all look very black. Like it's <laughs> it is not shy about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's black excellence just oozing off of the screen in this show. Simone Joy Jones is not like your typical pinup supermodel looking chick. She yeah. looks like a regular girl. Yeah. Like she's she's kinda thick, mm-hmm. which you know you don't see a lot yeah. like At, not as the love interest as the main love exactly interest. exactly and she's beautiful she's just this beautiful thick chick and her story her character is really interesting mm-hmm. um but simone joy jones will have a link to both of these folks in the show notes uh so that you can see them in all their glory um but yo if you got a uh hit list 
target, let us know, uh, and we'd be glad to shout it out on the show. And someone actually did send us a nominee. Uh, I like how they freezed it uh, for the hit list. Um, but they mentioned Tati Gabrielle. I hope I'm pronouncing Is it just mm-hmm. Gabrielle? So she apparently is in the new um, Uncharted film. Um, Which you don't want to see. Video game adaptations don't do well. Although, <laughs> you know, some of them have, have worked out. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so I haven't. Yeah, so I haven't seen it. Although I've heard really good reviews, so now I want to see it. Actually, so stars Tom Holland and Mark <laughs> Wahlberg. Um, so yo, this chick was born in California, um, and she <laughs> was raised. So she's a mix of. I think it's she's a mix of Korean and black. Mm. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that is a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> And she is bad. It definitely shows. Like those jeans just locked together like Legos. <laughs> and she, she is just sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. All right. So there was a email we received. My wife and I came across your podcast while doing research into the lifestyle. We are a young, we are young black professionals, mid thirties, and are interested in experiencing a lifestyle club before our vacation to Desire Resort in Mexico. We live in the DMV area, and we're wondering if you could recommend a lifestyle club or event with young, with other young black people. Our anonymity is important to us. Would you recommend going to a club far away from our hometown? Lastly, do you have any knowledge on what the demographics, what the demographic is at desire resort thanks okay so that first part of your email um, i would definitely say go to taboo yeah i mean taboo has a diverse crowd well okay so i'll say this we haven't been back since they reopened since um the palindrome we haven't been back since the palindrome palindrome Um, okay that's what i'm calling it cool (laughs) and um so we don't know how it's been, but I would say definitely go. The crowd was always diverse, both racially and age wise. Um, so there was a lot of young people, a lot of young black people, um, but also, you know, a mix of people. So always had a good crowd. So I would definitely recommend Taboo to check out um, before you head to Desire. So, yeah, uh, as far as like traveling away from the DMV, I, could, I can't really speak on that very much, you know, as, as far as like doing something that's not a vacation. I mean, we travel away for lifestyle stuff, but like it's not a priority for us. Like we party in our backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Literally. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, because and I, I say this to people all the time, like if we see each other at the spot, like what the fuck you going to say? Right. Yeah, if you run like into we were somebody, both there. if you run into one of your vanilla network members, <laughs> right. they ran into you. Right. You ran into them. They ran into you. Yeah. The first thing I would say if I ran into somebody that was part of my professional network is, okay, what what would you like me to call you right. while we're here? That part we have to get out of the way immediately. <laughs> yeah. As far as your second question, though, well, that's what this episode is all about: desire, the demographics that desire. Short answer is, it's a lot of white people. It's a lot of white people. 
Yeah, but <laughs> there's a little bit of nuance here. So uh, just a quick disclaimer before we jump into this is that our trip was at a certain time with a specific crowd and the crowd may change over time. Our experience may be very different from the experience of other people who go to Desire. We just want to give the disclaimer that this episode and our review of Desire is based on our experience and our perspective, and it may be different for others. So isn't that always the case? I suppose. But the reason why I chose to mention it here uh-huh. is because there were people who told us that when the time we came to Desire was like, some people were like, yo, this is kind of slow for Desire. You remember hearing that shit? Yes, I did hear that. But they won't talk about the demographics. <laughs> no, 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 no. They weren't talking. Actually, no. What? No, no. I'm sorry. I was I was introing into our episode. Yeah. My answer to this listener's question <laughs> about race was absolutely spot on. Yes. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't think it matters when you go to Desire. I unless unless there's a, unless fucking you know. Um, there's a Mocha Fest right, decides yeah. to do a Desire takeover. Um, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be a lot of mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> in multiple ways yeah um, i hope you don't get in trouble for that one i like mayonnaise on my sandwiches you do like, you like you're like one of the black people that enjoy mayonnaise which is yes, hilarious yes you're what's the what was that movie with eddie griffin it was a movie with eddie, it was a stupid ass movie with eddie griffin like it was like 70s style but there was a running joke about like black people not liking mayonnaise He's in the oh my god the undercover brother i did not like that movie <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> at all <laughs> i don't even like the title it's so 90s <laughs> it was a 90s movie well actually it came out in 2002 oh my but, god really yeah <laughs> jesus christ that but, seems so long ago it, it, well it was you know 20 years ago 19 years ago okay no 20 years ago it's 2022 shit it's 20 years ago yo Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> moving on. All right, first we're going to talk about the grounds or the space. So the beach, I think, is very nice. Um, it is a smaller beach, like in width, so it's not like a wide beach, mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. length is it, or the length runs the length of the property. But it's enough beach for what you need if you want to lay out. You know, you want to wait in the water. Uh, it's a nice beach. We one of the days we had not great weather, and so like the it was a lot of seaweed. But other than that, the water was warm. It was beautiful there in the beach. There's beach chairs. There's beach beds on the beach, and then the pool is a nice size pool it has a swim up bar um there are a lot of chairs and beds around the pool um it's kind of you know you gotta navigate all through them um but nice pool um really nice to just chill out hang out um there. Mm-hmm. yeah and on the the beach is probably where the least amount of action was happening yeah. i mean the beach was pr- pretty much where people went to relax and get away from it all right and they had a little volleyball joint by the beach, which was pretty cool. I played mm-hmm. a few games on there. It was it was very, it was fun to play. First of all, Desire is all nude. Like you can be all nude, yeah. but um, but it was nice playing volleyball with naked women with nice titties. I mean, but how was it playing volleyball with just like? With, shit bouncing up and down <laughs> with the dick bouncing I mean, that's up why, and down like i would not i mean other reason too but like i would not be trying to play volleyball but ass naked because like titties like up and that's not comfortable for me yeah so like how was that for you 
I mean, it was, it was fine. I mean, you don't even think about it. I'm just trying oh, to hit okay. balls at one point, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, it's cool because like the staff would be there and they'd be playing volleyball with us. And, you know, if somebody like served and it just went out or something, or it was a failed serve, mm-hmm. they were like, yo, if you, you know, just fucking smack your dick against your thighs like we'll give you another chance or if you just like wiggle your titties or wiggle your ass we'll give you another chance so that was fun they made volleyball really interesting (laughs) um what i'll say about the pool is uh yeah really nice pool beautiful pool but the pool is where all the like a lot of the action happened during the afternoon Mm -hmm. so there's always like every day is like a pool party um not like a turn up pool party but it's a pool party because you know it's like they had the phone party there but at the pool there's like pool volleyball and that's really fun like it's just like a bunch of people just be playing pool volleyball and like titties nigga like (laughs) nice (laughs) like (laughs) you know people just be you know diving for the ball and rubbing up against each other it's really cool uh they'd also have like sexy games so one of the games i remember is that uh you had to get on this little uh floaty mattress oh yeah mm-hmm. and you and your partner had to get in as many sex positions as possible um and so i don't know how people stayed on that shit a few people pe- few people fell off i think they as soon as they tried to do that reverse cowgirl shit that's when <laughs> that's when shit went south uh-huh. <laughs> that shit takes a lot of coordination right. but some people were really doing it like getting in one position after the other like people that looked like they couldn't do it right, were, yeah. were doing it i was actually quite impressed yeah so the the hot tub is like on a it's a rooftop hot tub um over one of the buildings um which is beautiful but them stairs ain't no joke um especially been when you've been drinking all day but um it's yeah, beautiful. a lot of stairs yeah there are also beds up there where the rooftop jacuzzi is um and a bar as well with a swim up bar in the jacuzzi as a part of the jacuzzi um and so and it's pretty big although i know i've heard at desire pearl the hot tub is actually bigger which is like might as well be a regular ass pool mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but it, it was a nice place especially at nighttime it just looked really beautiful you could see the moon and the stars and you know have a beautiful scene yeah it's it's really nice the jacuzzi lounges also like they have these daily happy hours like at 4 30 the party just moves from the pool to the jacuzzi lounge mm-hmm. and uh, around the jacuzzi lounge um like you said there are these beds and that's where a lot of the play would happen at night. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to see some action, you just went to the jacuzzi lounge um, after, like, the party dies down a bit. Uh, and you would see some really cool shit. Um, but people also, like, played a little bit <laughs> in the jacuzzi. Um, yeah. So that was cool. I want to say, like you mentioned, how things looked at night. The Desire Resort is one of the nicest resorts I've ever seen. Mm. Like, it is gorgeous and clean and just decadent. Uh, It looks beautiful during the day, but at night, holy crap. They just placed each light in the right place Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful like we talk took a few uh walks around the grounds uh and late at night you could actually see um the staff like really late at night like i'm talking after like 4 a.m the staff is scrubbing the fuck out of everything Mm -hmm, like scrub and they are focused there's no conversation like they're not taking breaks like (laughs) nothing they are scrubbing 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 it doesn't look it doesn't matter how how clean the floor looked Mm -hmm. they scrubbed that shit like they were like it was covered in nut shots like they they (laughs) scrubbed the 
fuck out of everything that includes the jacuzzi mm-hmm. and i'm telling you the jacuzzi was kind of bugged out because i was i was a little loopy one night i'm not going to tell you what drug i was on but <laughs> i'm just going to say that i could see into the future i felt like i could see <laughs> the details of everything and like you know they got these lights in the jacuzzi water mm-hmm. and, and and you know it's at it's at the end of the night now so you know like whatever happened in there is just in the water (laughs) like somebody like a good it's fucking human soup okay it's human stew after a while so you're looking in the water and i can swear i saw sperm cells just fucking swimming around (laughs) and shit it was fucking gross um but uh but yeah really 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 nice they clean that thing because every time you went in there during the day it was it was clean as hell yeah they clean it every night all right so they also had the disco yeah which the disco was nice we didn't spend too much um time in there it was just a loud and a lot they play a lot of edm so that's not you know whatever um <laughs> but it was nice there was like a lot of seating there was a nice light up dance floor with screens up top um and it had a nice bar a big bar in there as well and then also had a playroom in there yeah, and the playroom was pretty nice, although we it didn't was. spend a lot of time in there. We did play in there once. Yeah, though. we did. Um, but it was a nice, you know, as playrooms go, it was a nice. It's a nice playroom. Um, and they were playing decent porn, like they oh, were playing yeah. really good porn. Like the it shit was, white was HD. Porn, it, was, yeah. it was it was white porn. Yes, <laughs> um, it was. Uh, we're going to get to that in a moment. Uh, it was HD quality, and it was slow. It wasn't like pound like raunchy porn. Yeah, you know. So I, I really appreciated that. That was the first time I've seen that. There was uh, so yeah, several restaurants and several bars. Mm-hmm. So there's like one 24 hour bar. Yeah, it's the first thing you see when you walk into the resort Mm -hmm. and it's just this really cool hangout area like no matter what time it was if you sat at that bar you would find somebody would strike up a conversation with you like that was like after a while we had to like dodge that bar because we (laughs) knew somebody would corner us and and it was fine there were just times where we really just needed to get back to the room for one reason or another Mm -hmm. yo it was just it was a guaranteed friendly conversation at that bar and it was a really big bar and it was nice there were there was never like you never really ran out of places to sit there it was also the area where they had some of the live shows we'll we'll go into that but they had like what is it like two buffets two buffet areas yeah there's a breakfast buffet and a lunch buffet yeah and the food was always good the food yeah, was i mean we really enjoyed good. the food yeah. i mean we've heard mixed reviews on the food but we enjoyed the food i mean i wouldn't say that there was anything that like blew me away except for and i'll keep saying it the veal shank that you had at the steakhouse oh yeah that um, shit was unreal yeah. as soon as that shit came to the when that shit got delivered to the table it's <laughs> like yo this shit it looks like it came from heaven <laughs> Um, I wasn't even hungry. I just looked at it and was like, oh, this is for me. This is what I'm going to remember yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> but um, but the food was good otherwise, yeah. So there was that bar um, right outside the lobby. I think that's where we spent the most time because you could also get food there late at night. Yeah. After the party was dying down, you could get pizza, BLTs, tacos. Like all fresh, like like handmade grilled cheese oh, in a pizza man. oven um like just making everything completely fresh yeah because at first like when they because when you come in they tell you i mean they're really friendly the staff will give you the rundown uh about how things work but like when they said like you know late night pizza i'm thinking i well i know how that rolls like i've been to friction parties so 
But yo, it's gourmet shit. The yeah. quality never dips. No. And the BLTs were so good, they would run out of bacon. <laughs> yeah, every night they ran out of bacon. <laughs> every yo, single night. Once you had one of those BLTs, you knew why they ran out of bacon. Yeah. You, you knew immediately. So I'd say that probably the one thing that didn't thrill me so much about Desire, which isn't saying a whole lot because we'd still go back, um, are the rooms and some of the facilities. Mm-hmm. I think... The reason why the rooms like just are so anticlimactic, I don't know, is that the right yeah, word? Sure. Um, is because everything else looks so decadent. Yeah. And then when you get to your room, like unless you have one of the like suites, mm-hmm. uh, the Ocean View suites are like fucking gorgeous, but they're pricey as shit. Unless you have one of those, like your room is just really going to be blah. Yeah. But you're not going to spend a lot of time in there anyway. That's true. So if we went back. Would you just go for a garden view or would you still go for the ocean view? I'd probably go for the garden view because I'm like, I'd rather spend this money on something else. Mm-hmm. It's not because we like it's a pricing thing. It's just yeah. I'd like I'd be like, all right, I'd want to go on an excursion. Like I'd want to mm-hmm. put the money in, in there or I'd yeah. want to check out one of the properties and maybe we'd have to pay for it. Yeah. One of the other um, resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, which they do offer excursions we didn't end up doing any of that but mm -hmm. they do um have that available and there are some really good i i hear that there are some really good excursions Mm -hmm. like really good ones uh so so let's talk about the crowd okay point one is that black folks are rare Mm -hmm. but latinos are abundant yeah um we saw how many black people? I think it was a total of about five. Yeah. Not including us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like they were there for like one day we were there mm-hmm. and sometimes they were there the whole time. Um, so, yeah, black folks are rare. There's there's no denying that. I'd say the crowd was pretty attractive. Yeah, um, I would agree. Like on a scale from one to ten, I'd say it averaged around seven, seven point five. Mm hmm. Um, with a with a, a surprising amount of people just really really ripped mm-hmm. like dudes and chicks just yeah. really you could tell they were like all right we're gonna be walking around naked so get to work but there was a range of body types there was like the super ripped there was the the real slim and not toned there was the voluptuous yeah like, that's true so, you know it was definitely it was uh, it was varied it was very varied yeah yeah um I, th- I think the the point I wanted to mention is that you will have a lot of nice things to look at. Oh, yeah. Um, the tattoos were amazing. I think that's the one thing I just couldn't stop thinking about. I was like, yo, these motherfuckers got some amazing tattoos. Were there, were there a few notable ones? Well, yes. There was, one, there was one dude who had a tattoo that went from his shoulder all the way down to his dick or something yeah, like, he you had saw, like you a told tribal, me. Yeah, he had a tribal tattoo. Yeah, it was down his shoulder. It started at his shoulder and went like down his chest down to like the the beginning the base of his dick mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like you know full sleeves full full legs yeah people had like half their entire like bodies tattooed yeah. and the other just bare which was interesting <laughs> super fucking friendly crowd yeah super friendly if there were any snobby couples we did not run into them and i was looking for them i was like i was looking for somebody stank just because i no, wanted to yeah <laughs> just because i wanted to say there was somebody stank there i mean everybody everybody <laughs> spoke everybody was you know friendly and talkative and had no problem having a conversation so i think um the question people are going to be wondering about is bell and a bomber went to desire they must have been fucking everybody 
No. Well, no. no. Anybody who no. listens to that show knows mm-hmm. that wasn't gonna <laughs> that wasn't gonna be the case. No, but we the, tried. No, but we tried. Yeah, we, we did we try. Tried. You know, I gotta admit, Bell. I was thinking like because we because there was this one black couple. Yeah, and ironically enough, you liked the guy. I thought the chick was attractive, and we vibed with them. Yeah. and we actually went to dinner with them. But like, it's interesting because you were saying on our Patreon, we give a whole like play by play of our experience. We don't have time to do that here, but um, you were saying that at breakfast we were sitting next to this couple and i wasn't really saying anything yeah and part of the reason i wasn't saying anything was because i was i was still recovering from the night before (laughs) um and so i wasn't saying shit but you were really talking you were chopping it up yeah and i'm just thinking you're being super friendly like everybody else Mm -hmm. but then you come to me later on and like yo it's like i liked that guy yeah. like really this nigga it was one of the, it was one of those moments like you like this nigga really I, I well you know i mean he was attractive why wouldn't you think i didn't like him like did he not seem like my type did he remind you did did, did he remind you of me yeah a little bit yeah wow okay that's probably why uh, I, yeah. I can't stand niggas like, i like, like fucking you what yeah. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i married you I don't, I don't know why you did that shit um <laughs> <laughs> all right um no 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 he was cool i'm, I'm, I'm playing he was, he was he was a cool bro um but uh i i, I just didn't i just didn't think you, you you'd like him that much but you did <laughs> and you were just like because they invited us to dinner yeah and you were like yo you didn't say shit at breakfast <laughs> i was like yo i'm tired she's like yo you better get it together you better say something at dinner nigga like where's the bomber at get the, the bomber needs to come to dinner i was yeah. not the bomber at breakfast no. um so i thought that was interesting i was getting coached up by the bell which is very <laughs> rare oh yeah um so i think the dynamic was so the, anyway the, the reason why we didn't play with that couple why don't you say a little bit about that oh well I mean, it, our play styles basically just didn't match. I mean, <laughs> which is interesting. Like, ironically, they're very similar to us in terms of play styles. Like, she doesn't really play with women. Well, I won't say they're all the way similar. She doesn't really play with women, and she does not play with men. <laughs> so I was so like, so she plays with aliens, basically. <laughs> and I could not deliver that experience. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the fuck we gonna do. <laughs> so. <laughs> um yeah i don't think this is gonna work no she just she likes to do like the you know make out bisexual thing with women which is fine i enjoy that as well but i'm also there to get fucked yeah so yeah yeah. i mean i i don't know what that was i mean i could imagine that it's just like if we went back to their room like what what, what do you think will happen like i guess it could be parallel it could be parallel. It could be him playing with you and us giving you an MFM while she watches. Um, oh, do you think she would have been okay with that? I, I think, no, I think she would have been okay with that. I think that that's something that happens often. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I mean, she kind of, she was not available for Yeah, reasons. I was like, either fucking way, it didn't work out. <laughs> and I was kind of mad about it. Like, yeah. at this point, like, when shit does not work out, like, it pisses me off. Yeah i'm i'm yeah it, it it really does like you just were not happy no. i was like well this shit just this is part of my life like because <laughs> you you be the chick just stomping off like nah i ain't fucking with these motherfuckers like, like, all right here we go again like it's it's it is not often when i get excited about 
a possible play opportunity, right? Like when I Mm -hmm. find somebody that I'm attracted to, like I'm into them, I'm looking forward to the experience. Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason that shit don't happen, I'm like, we wasted time. Yeah, like you wasted my fucking time. I like actually did my makeup in this fucking 100% humidity and shit. Got my titties (laughs) out and all that kind of stuff, wearing heels and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you had them heels on. I did. I was like, fuck it. I should have pulled him aside like, nigga, she put heels on for you. <laughs> and you failed. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it it wasn't really their fault, but it was. And we didn't know at the time, like, what their play style was. And that may have been a problem if we just went back to the room mm-hmm. and was like, hey, let's do this swap. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't going to go down like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think um, so I think we were running into little issues like that. I mean, there were some couples that might have been like just about finding another, you know, it was all about finding a woman for the female partner. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of women out there looking for other women. Yeah. Um, there were couples that were into us, but um, and, you know, the bell wasn't feeling it or, nope. you know, I wasn't feeling it. You are listening to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. Hey fellow BNK fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode? I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes, where they get real personal. It's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode. Um, But also it's like, I don't even know, like, how do you pull, pull the trigger in a place like Desire? Because the, 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 the. The culture is just so different. We're going to get into that in a second. But pulling the trigger is, is it gets a little dicey. It gets a little weird, or it felt a little weird for me at Desire. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did end up parallel playing like twice. And parallel play, I really like when I can yeah. see the other couple. And we parallel played on the beach um, at one point at night with another couple. And that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like hearing those waves and the winds just yeah. smacking that ass. Oh man, it's just <laughs> fucking awesome. It's worth talking about the demographics we saw at Temptation. Oh, Temptation was black, black, blackity, black, 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 <laughs> black, black, black. <laughs> mad <laughs> black people at Temptation, mad yo. Black people. <laughs> as soon as we rolled up, it was. <laughs> it was like, welcome home. Welcome home. <laughs> you have come home. <laughs> but yeah, like it was like the girls was out there with their weaves and their extensions and they sheer dresses and booties and asses out and I was ready. I yes. was so ready. Yeah. Um and yeah, and it, it was a younger crowd. It was definitely a younger crowd. Um, but it was a much more diverse crowd, it mm-hmm. was much more diverse. And it still wasn't all us, but the majority, like the, the, so, the population yeah. of black people was much greater than it was at Desire. Right. And uh, pff, 
the niggas out there just came to show out like they came to show out like the muscles and the the locks they had them tight and they was looking good yeah so i'd say if like diversity is like the top of your priorities when it comes to going <laughs> to like a resort yeah. like you know um a sex positive resort then temptation has to be at the top of your list because that shit was so diverse yeah. um but it's not really a lifestyle spot no. but you know you got your hotel room so yeah. if you like if you the kind of couple that's looking i mean you know if you're looking for a black dude you know whether you're black or white or whatever the fuck um temptation temptations is where you're gonna find that mm-hmm. meat <laughs> you know you just holler at him and bring him up to the hotel room yeah. um you ain't gonna find a place uh, a playroom at temptations at least i don't think yeah. we weren't there that long but um it was clear that it's younger it's browner it's mm-hmm. blacker mm-hmm. um and it's it's more diverse also in terms of relationships like we saw like you know we saw poly folks up in there and yeah. you know they're I felt like we were the only swingers in that fucking hot tub. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So just think about that. Temptations was like, uh, what was it? Like 40, 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah, so we just like took a cab minutes, there. Yeah. The cab was expensive as hell, though. I, I, I didn't. Relatively, I, I wasn't surprised. Oh, it was like yeah. a $50 I mean, I think it was like $40. and No, it was $50. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Desire Pearl is some is another resort you can go to. And it's like um, 10 minutes away. Yeah, it's closer. ABNK fans, so we are a little bit sad that Bomber and Bell cannot join us for the next podcast to Palooza event. But you may have heard them talk about Miami and Dallas in 2021, and they would love to invite you to join us in Palm Springs this 3rd through the 6th of June 2022. We are taking over a full hotel, over 168 rooms for three nights and four days, and we're going to light that place up with pool parties, foam parties, daily seminars, mingle events, theme nights, you name it, we're going to have it at the event. If you would like to come and join us, please do us a favor and use the Bomber and Bell link, which is podcast-a-palooza forward slash B-N-K for black and kinky. Come and celebrate. Let's take some photos. Let's make them totally jealous and get FOMO for the fact that they are missing out joining us in Palm Springs. We would love to see you there. So podcast-a-palooza.com forward slash B-N-K. And we really hope that you can join us. Bye, guys. So... Let's talk about what we wish we knew before going to Desire. So if you're thinking about going to Desire, and this might be valuable for folks. Um, so there's a couple of things we we actually did. There is a Desire Resort forum um, that we went on that mm-hmm. you can go there and get all your questions answered. Because there's yeah. a lot of questions you'll have about going to a nude uh, lifestyle resort. Um, so we used the resort forum. But apparently there's also these Facebook groups you can... Uh, sign on to um, and they'll have like a kit group so you can actually talk to couples before you go Um, so I'd say like I wish we looked for those opportunities to connect with couples before we went Mm -hmm. Um, uh, we talked about opportunities to visit other resorts I think people should really take those opportunities Um, there's also the opportunity to have a photo shoot. So you were just like, Hey, you want to get these photos? And I was like, all right. Um, so they come to your room. 
um, the photo shoot itself is free and then you just pay for the photos or a package, mm-hmm. a book, a video. They can do anything really. Um, and you can do, you know, anything from like actual action shots, like you and your partner having sex, or I, I would assume a group, I guess, mm-hmm. um, to vanilla shots. Um, so we just did some nude shots mm-hmm. and some uh, lingerie shots for me. Um, and it, w- it was nice. I mean, it was a quick experience, but it was nice to get the bomber in some pictures since typically it's, you know, him taking the photos. So yeah, we'll yeah. share some of those, I think, on our Patreon. Yeah, so um, yeah, so we will we'll definitely share some of them on our Patreon. We have to be careful about which ones we can share though. Um but on our band chat we might share a few of the more risque photos. Mm-hmm. Um so what the reason why I say to just keep this in mind is because there might be some really cute lingerie that you've always always wanted to be shot in mm-hmm. with your partner. Um, so like it's one of those things you don't think about when you're packing. Like oh shit, if we do this photo shoot, what do I want to be, photo- be photographed in? Because if they they'll they'll do, I mean they'll they'll be with you for a while. We know somebody who did a three hour shoot and they did shots in their room they did shots on the beach they did shots at the disco we keep calling it a disco is just a fucking club but they yeah. just have not updated their language <laughs> um yeah so i would say like that's something i wish we knew beforehand mm-hmm. so let's talk about the culture at desire mm-hmm. so this is something else i wish i i had a better feel for I don't think there would have been, I don't know, maybe there would have been a way to know about this, but yeah, so the the culture so. the culture is different at Desire than any other lifestyle environment that we've been in. Um it's very couple focused, I would say. Um and about being with your partner. Um, and we love each other. Like we love each other. We love to spend time with each other, but we're also very okay taking breaks from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and that seemed to be very much an anomaly at desire Yeah, from our experience. Um, so it was always, if we were not with each other, like the second or third question would be like, where's your partner? Right. Desire seemed to adhere to that classic swinger wife wife trade economy mm-hmm. like it's not even worth talking to you mm. if your partner isn't here mm-hmm. because you know we either trading up or we not doing nothing <laughs> yeah that's what i felt like like mm-hmm. anytime i was alone i, I you know like i felt because everybody would always ask yo where's your wife where's your wife she's taking a nap nigga like she's fucking <laughs> sleeping right now yeah. she's at she's sitting she's sitting at the fucking you know uh pool chair because she doesn't want to get in the water right now mm-hmm. i'm not simply gonna sit with her because she doesn't feel like getting in the water i feel like getting in the water yeah. and it's okay yeah. um and it just felt like that environment was not that was so unusual mm-hmm. everybody was always around their partner all the time and and sometimes it just felt rude because I'm like, yo, if I'm talking to a guy or I'm talking to a couple, like I'm just talking to y'all. Like right, we're having yeah. a conversation. When you ask me, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Where's your wife? It's almost like, okay, your your existence is not valid unless mm-hmm. you're with your partner. And that's yeah. the feeling I got at Desire. Um, again, 
really unusual. Like, I don't know whether we're just spoiled, <laughs> but like, you know, I'll get the, you get the question every now and again, like if you're in a club or whatever, like, you know, like, where's your wife? But even at a club, it's like, sometimes there are people that are in there that are single. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of a really assumptive question. And at the hotel takeovers I've gone to, like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like, at Desire, it was so extreme. It was. I'm like, yo, calm down. She's here. You know I can't get in this bitch without, <laughs> without my wife. You know right. I can't get in here. Yeah. Um, so that was that kind of got annoying. So I think it, it would help to just know that that's the thing because mm-hmm. I, got, I was really uncomfortable with that. Like, the first day it kept happening. Mm-hmm. And then the second day, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I finally spoke to somebody and they were just, they kind of like clued me in. And then like by the third day, I was just comfortable just being on my own and just answering that question. Like, oh, she's over there. Like I'm pointing, like she's over there. She's over there. She's over there. She's Mm -hmm. fine. How are you doing? And then just continue the conversation. Um, We also, I mean, I think we would have been a little bit more upfront. Yeah. With folks that we were interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, cause I feel like there were some, like, I hate to call it this, but I feel like there were some deals being made. <laughs> um, you know, they get made in the club or they get made, you know, in the hot tub and, mm-hmm. you know, just being upfront with people and be like, you know, just, just find those quick lines to let people know you're interested to give right. them the okay to start sharing some information with you, like play styles. And then mm-hmm. you like, you don't end up wasting your time. Another thing that we wish we would have known, um, we wouldn't have stressed so much about packing for the themes we didn't like. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, some people did like really dress up for the themes and some just didn't. Um, I think we were kind of in the middle and for yeah, themes that I w- wasn't interested in, I would have just done whatever. Right. What did you think about the themes in general? I mean, they were okay. I wasn't enthusiastic about any of them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but they weren't, you know, so challenging, you know, that it was like, oh, what am I going to do? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they were creative. (laughs) What, what were some of the themes you remember? Um, There was like Latin night, there was rockstar movie night, um, lingerie and ties. Oh, fetish. Which I guess that was probably the more like, I mean, you can have fun with that one. Yeah. Um, but pretty boring. Like, I mean, if you, if you've been to a lot of lifestyle parties and theme parties, like, you know, you've been doing this for like at least a year or two. Yeah. You've done a lot of those. You've done a lot. You've done this stuff yeah. already. So, but I feel like desire is a place where people, a lot of people are new. Mm-hmm. And so that they really get a kick out of the themes. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Lingerie. This is fun. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> like, it's fucking lingerie. Really? Right. Um, so, you know, I was listening to the By the By podcast because uh, they went like several years ago. This was pre-COVID. And, th- you know, one of the folks on there were talking about the fact that the themes at Desire are really heteronormative and they're really kind of boring compared to the themes they had for their takeover because the By the By podcast went there on like a, a, a takeover with a few other podcasters. And there was one like they had some really interesting themes so one of them was like a bdsm like fantasy mashup theme Mm -hmm. so there would be people who would dress up like animals like you know a lion or a fucking dragon or some shit and then like they'd be on a leash with like their dom Mm -hmm. and you know the dom would be like a knight or a fucking wizard or dragon slayer or some shit and i'm like yo that is fucking dope like i would (laughs) have had so much fun with that like if if i went to a theme like that and i was like yo i'm just i'm just gonna be a bear (laughs) i'm just or i'm gonna be fucking bluey 
from the. <laughs> not blue. I think you talked about being blue before. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna be a furry fucking beast, and you're just gonna have a leash on me, and I'm just not saying shit. I'm just gonna be making fucking barking sounds anytime somebody tries to talk to me. I'm a fucking dog now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, shit is dope. But anyway, yeah, the themes were pretty fucking boring. But yeah. you know, um, I w- I would not have stressed so much about them. I mean, I would have did a little something, but yeah. I-, I wouldn't have stressed so much about those. Um, nightly em- entertainment. So the other thing we wish we would have known is that um, we would have made it a point to see the nightly entertainment every night. Like that would have been on our schedule to not miss yeah. or sleep through. Why? Oh, because it was amazing. Like, it was, you know, Cirque du Soleil type shows, acrobats and, you know, tumbling performances and all that kind of stuff. And we had a couple of late dinners, which interfered with the um, with the time of the shows. So we didn't get to see all of the shows. Man, I would have canceled those reservations so fast if I <laughs> knew the quality of these shows. These shows are Broadway level shits, yeah. yo. Like they're just nice. The lights and the performers, perfect bodies. Mm-hmm. Perfect bodies. Yeah. It's just like really high quality shit. Like the trip itself is pretty like it's a pricey trip. Like desire's not cheap, but you see where your money's going. Yeah. You know, it's all relative. But I'd say like, yo, if you have to budget for this thing, like, it's worth it. Like, just plan that shit, like, you know, certain time of the year mm-hmm. and just save. Like, you only need to put 200 down to secure your spot. It's worth doing that because this shit is sold out every time. Like, yeah. it's hard to get a fucking room. And, like, Desire, it, I feel like they have a formula that they, they just haven't changed in a while. Hence mm-hmm. why they're calling the club, they're still calling the club a disco. Um <laughs> They have no reason to change anything. They have no reason to change the themes. They have no reason to change the layout of the spot. They do change the themes every year, though. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they are expanding. Um, yeah, so they have a resort that they're opening in October in the Dominican Republic, which will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be interested in checking that one out. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and I think. Like in terms of comparing prices, I think Desire Pearl might be a little bit more expensive, but I'm actually that might be wrong. Mm. But Desire compared to Hito and Temptation, I feel like Temptations you can you can get more bang for your buck at Temptations. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So why do you think black people don't go to Desire? I took some notes, but why do you think black people don't go to? Why didn't we see black people at Desire? I mean, because every time I heard about Desire, it was it's white people, which it is. Um, and so and it's also newer. So I know a lot of black people know more so about Hedo than they do about Desire. How Do you know how old Desire is? I don't think I I, I know that. The, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I know remember Hedo been around since like the 70s or some shit. Yeah, I remember hearing about Hedo for the first time in like 2004. Hearing about Hito? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to make it to a place like that. I was, I was, I was just <laughs> a skinny. Little did you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was a skinny black boy. I didn't know I'd be having a fucking podcast swinging. <laughs> swinging. Um, so, all right. So what you're saying is that, um, one, it may have a reputation for being white, mm-hmm. super white and for white people. Mm-hmm. And two, that it, 
it may not be as popular. And so just the um, awareness of the Desire Resort isn't quite as um, ubiquitous as Hito. Yeah. I mean, before us, did you know any other black people that had gone to Desire? Like, like personally? I mean, I did, but just indirectly because I heard a couple next door podcast. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit like I know that they have friends <laughs> that we know that mm-hmm, are black mm-hmm. that oh, went yeah, yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's 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 it though. Yeah, and, yeah. and and we might know another black couple that went to yeah. Desire uh and that's it. Again, I would never have known about Desire if it wasn't for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of my theories that if yeah. you are like, if you don't listen to podcasts, lifestyle podcasts, you probably haven't heard of desire. No. Mm-mm. Um, any other theories you have? Mm-mm. I wanted to go back to what you said about white people. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they, I, I had, I had a series of thoughts about this. Okay. So, when I saw Desire, when I when I went to the website, mm-hmm. like I'm thinking, Desire is it's super marketed as a luxury location for white affluent couples. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from that imagery. The marketing, their images, mm-hmm. like the videos they have, it all it all screams white affluence. Mm-hmm. And when you see something like that. As, as a black couple, like if I was just like if I didn't look at the podcast and I just saw a list of um, resorts, lifestyle resorts, mm-hmm. Desire would be I would look at Desire and be like, oh, that's that's not for me. Like yeah. I'd, I'd write it off so fast. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we went is because I've just I've heard so much about it from right. people from podcasts that I respect. Um, but there's nothing about their marketing that says that, oh, this is something that black folks should go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, w- I wonder about that because I think if you have a resort and you want to make money and you want people with money to spend it at your resort, uh, the, you know, knee jerk reaction might be, well, I'm just going to market it to white people right. that got money. Yeah. Um, and, and that could be a terrible mistake mm-hmm. because black people got money. Yeah, black people got money now mm-hmm. like a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> but they don't like like you said they are booked every week yeah. out of the year like they are always mm-hmm. at 90 you know to 95 percent capacity they don't need ne- so they don't necessarily need us unless their primary clientele demands some diversity and you would think you know I mean, I think one of the reasons that we're in the lifestyle and that folks are in the lifestyle is for novelty, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to expand that that homogenous, you know, group of folks that you're with and that you're playing with. Right. Um, so all y'all white folks, you talking about you allies, you want to, you know, <laughs> black struggle, like fucking get some more black people at Desire. <laughs> like this is a place where you can advocate. Like, why is it so white up in here? Yo, d- desire, desire did. <laughs> <laughs> desire, I feel like desire did have like a, a survey, but I don't. I don't know if there were any open-ended questions. <laughs> How can desire improve the experience? 
Um, fucking diversity. Yeah, more diversity. black people. Like, <laughs> like, but it could be simple. Like, does I could imagine the owners would be like, what, "What you want me to do? You want me to fucking like? You want me to find black people and tell them to come to Desire? Yeah, like, yeah. like yes, like absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, I think. Matter of fact, Desire somebody somebody that knows somebody working Desire, give us an affiliate code. How about that? <laughs> How about that? You want you want to put your money where your mouth is. You want to show diversity in these streets. You want to show that you are a part of the struggle. Give us a fucking affiliate code. Hopefully, this episode will change things. Like people will listen and be like, "Okay, let me let me check it out." Um, I mean, I but I don't want a lot of my black people out there. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna get the black the black uh experience at desire but i think but i think honestly there are a lot of black people i talked about this already that aren't really looking for that like if you yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) like they they want something different yo like it's it's cool you won't find it at desire that's, that's fine and i would say even though they're not a lot of black people at desire desire don't necessarily let let that discourage you from going for a couple of reasons. One, it's just a nice fucking place. Like it's a like there you're not going to have that experience, that lifestyle, luxury, all-inclusive um resort environment anywhere else. You know, so mm-hmm. if you, that's something that you're looking for, if that's something that you want to experience, mm-hmm. absolutely go regardless of what the demographics are. Number 2, we need to fucking take up space in these white spaces, right? The only way we make it more diverse is by being present, by being mm-hmm. at the table mm-hmm. until we can fucking build our own table. So if somebody mm-hmm. want to make a black owned lifestyle resort, my ass will be there every fucking week of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. But until that time, take your ass to desire. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, yeah. That I second all of that. <laughs> Did you, uh, there was another spot you wanted to go to now that we've gone to desire. Like oh, what's, yeah. what's the next spot? Cap Dag. So what, what is Cap Dag? Cap Dag is a town in the South of France. And yes, it's going to be white as shit as well. Um, but it's a nudist town, like the whole fucking town nudist, like grocery store, the bank, like, you know, fucking everything new. And, and there's like a lifestyle takeover thing i think in the summer like a one week in the summer or something like that um i haven't i haven't done that research yet um but yeah so like but fucking south of france is nice like i want to go to the south of france and if i can get buck ass naked and fuck somebody while i'm there cool yeah i want to do that too i'm just imagining how great it would be to just be in a grocery store with other swingers just fucking (laughs) buying steaks and fucking ketchup and shit like (laughs) that'll be dope (laughs) I don't even need to fuck anything. It's like oh, we, we up in here just buying fucking bread, like no clothesline. Um, there was actually one uh, one dude from the UK in the hot tub that apparently had been there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, I had pulled him aside. I was like, yo, are there any? Black- no, you did not pull him aside. You I, asked him. All big and loud in front of everybody in the hot tub. No, I didn't. Like, yes, you, I, I yes, thought, you did. No, no, you nope. did not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that was not a side conversation. That was a public <laughs> ass conversation. But continue. What do you remember? What his? Res- I said, were there any black people there? Did you know? Do you remember what his response was? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, they'll love you. All the ladies will love you." And you're like, "But dude, like my wife, though." <laughs> 
Like, what, but what's she gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, again, I'm like, yo, all right, maybe you're not, maybe you're not an ally, maybe you're not, you know, for diversity. But damn, man, if, if people like black men that much, like <laughs> shit, like, <laughs> like that's enough reason to advocate for more diversity. Whatever. All right. So, anyway, do we think black couples will enjoy it despite the lack of diversity? I think so. I think you can. I mean, everything is what you make it. So I think if you absolutely have to have a large group of black people to have a good time, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, go to Temptations. Yeah. But if you can, if if you can just, you know, deal with it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, then you'll be fine. You know, I think if you're a couple like looking for a really sexy environment, again, you might not be a swinger at all. Um, if you're looking for a sexy environment and you like, want to be nude you just want to like let your shit fly out um you could do that because this isn't like i'm sorry this isn't quite the swinger environment that i thought it would be um swinging is available to you Mm -hmm. um but if you're not into that and you just want to just be in this adult only sexy like decadent environment where people just got their titties out and shit like you could do that and you mm-hmm. could take a break from the party like there's so many ways to just kind of remove yourself from the group if you think you know it's getting a little too intense which it won't <laughs> <clears throat> um but yeah if you're looking for a sexy luxury vacation like desire is definitely a spot to consider um, if you're a woman who likes flirting with other women, you like you like touching on titties, um, real or fake, <laughs> um, especially fake ones, because mm-hmm. there were like more than half, mm-hmm. more than half of the titties mm-hmm. we saw were not God created. Um, <laughs> nope. You know, um, touch it, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because some some women had really really good work. Yes, done. they did. Really good work yeah. done. That's not true for every woman. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you like having a good time, you will have it at Desire. Again, it's not a tur- if you want to turn up like spring break turn up, I don't think Desire is the spot to be doing no. that shit. I really don't. Like Hedo and Temptations might be more up your alley. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we went at a particular time. Maybe it turns up other times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was not the turn up spot, which is fine for us. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not really I'm I am slipping out of turn up territory <laughs> very quickly at my age. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think we would definitely go back. Um, oh yeah, we would go. Uh, although we want to do other stuff, like there's a membership where you can really get the price down if you want to come more often, but mm-hmm. you don't want to spend that much every time. Mm-hmm. They will have options for you where you could save some money. Um, but there's other shit we want to do, like what's the name of the spot again? Captain. Yes, we want to do that again, and we also want to go back to NIN, which mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out. And PCAP, honestly, like there's all this other shit going on that we want to get into. One, one thing I wanted to say that I didn't quite say on our uh, on pa- our Patreon, Patreon mm-hmm. was that I was surprised at the number of couples we ran into where this was the only thing they did. Like yeah. Desire was the only mm-hmm. thing they did. They never heard of hotel takeovers, never went to NIN, never even heard of NIN. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. It was crazy. And, and, but they had been to Desire multiple times. Like yep. it wasn't like Desire was the first and only thing they did. It was just the only thing that been in the lifestyle for years and this was it you know i hope you guys enjoy that little uh review yo if you have any questions about our experience at desire please email us at black and kinky lifestyle at gmail.com
Okay, so this is like, you know, on Reddit, they have the like, um, am I the asshole kind of threads. Okay, this is along those lines. So, my wife has a terminal disease. She's oh my God, this is the, the bell. Sometimes you choose. <laughs> all right, go, go ahead. Listen. All right, all right, go ahead. She, go ahead. she is projected to live at most nine months. I am not liking where this is going. <laughs> Listen, I am, of course, destroyed. We've been together for a decade. I don't remember life without her, and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. I have been doing my best to make the last days of her life good and grant her whatever wish I can. The doctor said that she will likely need a wheelchair in four to five months. Then by month eight, she'll be bedridden for the last few weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Recently, she sent me she sat me down and told me that one of the last things she wanted to do was have sex with a previous partner of hers. I, of course, was shocked. And when I asked why the fuck she wants that um, and asked why the fuck she wants that. So basically, she thinks that her most physically compatible, satisfying lover was him. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and about how emotionally fulfilling sex is with me, but it was bullshit to get to that point. So now I'm left with this. Deny my dying wife a wish for my own ego or let her go fuck another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. I know what I want to say, but I don't know if that's right. I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good that she needs to do it once before she dies. I just hate everything about this. That's a tough one. It really is. This is a deep one. Yeah. I mean, I'd say fine. I mean, for I, you, I, I'd be like, that is the least of my concerns right now. Right. Like, like, re- like you want to bust a nut? Fine. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want. Right. Like, I'd like you to live, but I'm not going to have that. <laughs> right. So, but, but I could see how this would be tough for... for <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, whatever. Like, you, you need to fuck, you know, okay. That's what, that's what you need to do. I would be hurt. Like that would hurt. That would be some hurt shit. Well, you you would be hurt if I said like, oh well, I guess if it was an ex. Yeah, if it was an ex, you're like, yo, I got, I, I just, I just need to fuck her one more time. Okay, that would never happen. <laughs> so that would never happen. But now you got me thinking. Now you what? got me thinking that this chick probably was smashing this dude. <laughs> before she got whatever terminal illness she yeah. had and she's like okay I, I really need to fuck this now <laughs> but I clearly cannot sneak into a motel room right, right now let me just ask my husband and fucking <laughs> play the fucking dying wife card right now that's terrible which is, pro- which is really cruel on her part it is like, I, I, like my thing is like how could you even think to ask the question like i wouldn't even i don't even know if i would be able to ask the question I mean, like make the request what's the worst thing that can happen right he can't kill you now <laughs> right. i mean because remember he said at month eight she'd be in a wheelchair i mean he should just let that shit happen because honestly <laughs> if a doctor told me listen your dick is no longer going to work after nine months <laughs> I'd be like, listen, bring me all the pussies and asses you can find. Like, I don't want any stone to go unturned. <laughs> but 
I'm it's sorry. just her ex. Like it's not like bring me all the dicks. I need all the, to fuck all the dicks before I die. It's like this specific dick that's not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like her husband could not satisfy this dying wish. Like it wasn't like she said. Well, it was like she said, but it wasn't like she said. I just need one fucking mind blowing orgasm before I die. But it was like I need this mind blowing orgasm with my ex. Well, you know, I just thought maybe it's like. It can't be someone random, right, mm-hmm. off the street. Like, it has to be somebody she trusts, and it's not her husband. No, she, she she specifically said, like, she had her best sexual compatibility with her ex. Well, yeah. I mean, what if she only had, like, two partners, yeah, and that was the true. other one? I know, I know chicks like that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I could, I could see that being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say just just let it happen. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? She's gonna <laughs> leave you for this nigga like for nine months, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, if he if he was a real dick, he could be like, "All right, you can fuck this dude," but as soon as you get in that wheelchair, you're all his. I mean, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> he's taking care of your ass. That'd be terrible. My insurance paying for this shit, bitch. You know, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was a good one. Well, well, well played. Um, I'd, I'd be curious as to what our listeners think about that one. Yeah. Do you let it slide? Just one last fuck. And or do you just say no? I'm sorry, I'm not feeling that. Like, you could imagine her being like, "You gonna say no?" Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, you're gonna live. You're gonna be alive next year. <laughs> 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 like, give me a fucking break. All right. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest Patreon members. So we have Israel, Sir Sugar, DNV, Vernon, Patrick, Reginald, Tamara, Rosalind, Ebony, and Roderick. Thanks so much, guys. We really appreciate the support. All right, y'all. We are going to wrap this up. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening in again. Um,. The bell is going to tell y'all how to get in contact with us. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any questions about anything we talked about in this podcast episode, let us know. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore Getaways, and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Feel free to email us at black, the letter N, kinky, lifestyle at gmail.com. Or call and leave a voice message at 937-462-0744. Bye. Black and Kinky, Black and Kinky. Black and Kinky Lifestyle.